0: Hi, this is Joey Price with the Business Life and Coffee Show. I am joined by Everon Essen at sherm 16 Everon is the Director of Workforce Analytics at Sherm, And we're diving into some fascinating new research that they've uncovered about uh, a mo- a- an issue that couldn't be more timely. Uh, it's election 2016 in the workplace, where HR reports on political volatility at work. Uh, hi, everyone. How are you doing today?
1: Great. Thank you, Charlie.
0: How's the conference been treating you so far?
1: The conference has been great. Lots of, lots of good sessions, interesting um, speakers at the general sessions. It's yeah. been great.
0: Great. Uh, and so what, what drew me to cover this topic, I was walking by the Blogger Lounge, And I noticed that there were pop-ups of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Yes,
1: I saw those as well.
0: Yes, (laughs) two two very polarizing figures for different reasons, Um, uh, but they both happen to be the presumptive nominees for the representative party. Uh, And no doubt they both have unique perspectives on labor and uh, how to grow or solve the challenges in the workforce. Um, But we're speaking specifically today about how employees are um, talking about it. Um, Your research says while a majority of HR professionals, 72%, said their organizations discourage political activities in the workplace, only 24% of organizations have a written policy and 8% have an unwritten policy about political activities in the workplace. Uh, so, Evren, um, could you talk to me a little bit about the background of the study and, and how it came to be?
1: Mm-hmm, sure. So we um, did this study back in 2008 as well. So we, we tried to do it um, during most presidential election cycles. Um, we skipped 2012, um, but um, we wanted to do 2016 again so that we could compare some of the responses to the previous survey, and also we wanted to particularly ask about political volatility during this election yeah. cycle.
0: Sure. So for for our listeners to have context here, how would you describe uh, or define political volatility?
1: Well, for the purposes of this study, we talked about political volatility as employee behavior displaying tension, hostility, or arguments among coworkers due to political affiliation.
0: Sure. Um, And I imagine that that can have an impact on the way that employees relate to one another. Um, Did your survey cover any of the sort of negative implications of political volatility?
1: Well, we we asked if there had been increased um, or less or about the same political volatility in the workplace, and about a quarter, 26%, said that there was increased volatility whereas 70% said there was about the same amount of volatility. So I think um, what this tells us is that, generally, employees know that talking about politics at work is one of those taboo topics. Yes. So it's not so surprising that, um, you know, 70% said it's about the same, because I think most employees um, know to hold back. However, with this particular election cycle, just because of the the two candidates are so polarizing, um, there there has been more tension, and I expect that we'll probably see even increased numbers as we get closer to the, the election.
0: I agree, I agree. And specifically for HR professionals, this is something to Uh, if not be managed, uh, it's definitely something to be aware of uh, because of the implications that it can have with the way that employees relate to one another. Um, And so with that, HR is often developing policies on how to monitor uh, political activity in the workforce. And your research says uh, employers' policies on political activities most commonly prohibit uh, employees from campaigning from a, for a candidate or political party during work hours, uh, employees from using their position to coerce a colleague to make political contributions or support a candidate or cause, uh, and thirdly, uh, the use of an employer's assets to support a candidate or party. Now, I work in the small business space where uh, rules can be a little bit loosey-goosey mm-hmm. and... Uh, <laughs> small business owners specifically can have a uh, stake in political outcomes. Um, what are some of the things that you're seeing in the landscape with regard to large or small employers and the impact um, politics has on the way that they're, they're doing business?
1: Well, um, I think you're right. You know, depending on the um, company, um, whether it's a small company or whether it's a, it's a company that has... Um, political ties or affiliations in some way, that can lead to some increased pressure, whether it's perceived pressure or real pressure, for employees to feel that they should align with a particular candidate or a certain um, political candidate or um, party. However, we did ask if organizations encourage political activities in the workplace, and only 4 percent Indicated that they do encourage that, so that's a pretty small number. Yeah. I think most of the time employers do try to stay away from that, um, but there's always going to be some exceptions. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, uh, but what are some of the key takeaways and key findings from your research?
1: Well, I would say that one of the one of the key areas is that not that many organizations actually have a policy related to political activities in the workplace. As, as you mentioned, it's, it's quite few. And I think when we see these kind of policies develop, um, it, it tends to be when there has been an issue in the organization, that there has either been some sort of pressure, pressure or volatility. This leads the organization to create a policy. But as I mentioned earlier, many times employees know that politics is a taboo topic, and so they tend to stay away from it.
0: Okay, okay, sort of uh, self-governance, mm-hmm. um, no, no yes. pun intended there. Yes. So, Evan, this has been a really great conversation thus far. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the additional research that Sherm is uh, sharing at the conference?
1: Yes, we, we are releasing three different research studies at this year's conference. Um, the first one was the political activities uh, in the workplace survey findings which released on Wednesday that we just talked about. We also are releasing our employee benefits report. It's an annual report that we publish each year. This year's survey actually looks at 344 different benefits. And then today we're releasing the recruiting and skills research report that looks at recruiting difficulty and the skills gap across nine different industries. So all of those research materials can be found at www.shrm.org slash surveys.
0: Great. Well, ever and again, this has been a really great conversation, and uh, I'm definitely going to dive into the research on the benefits uh, that's important to my small business customers that are trying to attract talent, uh, and then also the recruiting component, because well, we need to attract talent. Yes, there's a war for talent going on now, so
1: that's for sure.
0: So that that research is bound to be uh, critical in in your workplace. So whether you're an HR professional or if you're just interested on the topic, uh, be sure to visit Sherm for their research. Ever again, thanks for joining me on the Business, Life, and Coffee show.
1: Thank you very much, Joey. Have a great day.
0: You too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. This has been another episode of Business, Life, and Coffee the only podcast that simulates the experience of having coffee with a mentor, industry expert, or fellow colleague. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star review on iTunes and we'll read your comment on an upcoming show. You can find show notes, episodes, and resources for your career or business at businesslifeandcoffee.com. If you have a topic that you want to learn more about, but don't have time to grab coffee with an expert, Email us at info@businesslifeandcoffee.com, and tune in for that topic on a future episode. Also, you can reach me at Twitter at said. This is Joey Price signing out, and I'll see you next week. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together.